0: Hi, and hello. It's the Bobby Horror Picture Show with me, Sleeves, and Bobby Bobble on. Hey, everybody. got in a good one coming. Hey, well, yes, we do. We're sitting down today, and we're talking about the Bugmane cult, and the Slurp fam, and Bizzizio, like we always do. But today we have a very special guest. Today we have the Queen Bee herself among the bugs. It's Val. Hey everyone. hello. Thanks for joining hey, us, please.
1: Val. Hi, hey. Bobby. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, we're very excited to have you. How How's it going?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Did you, what have you done today? Did you do anything exciting? I'm sure you, as always, as typically always, watched Jack A.M. this morning. I did, yes. Okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> Called in. It was fun. Oh, you did. Uh, I knew that. Yeah. I listened.
0: <laughs> I, I heard you call in. Yeah. I already knew that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and you're the queen
2: bee, like I, Sleeve I, said I, So yeah, yep. you're popping up everywhere
1: Yep, I pop up everywhere I pop up everywhere that the bug main needs me So <laughs> anywhere in the Bazzizio universe I need to be, I will go
0: Yeah <clears throat> Sorry Well, speaking of that um, Tell us how you got into the, the bug main cult how, and the Slurp fame How did you rise to be a board member? of Bizzizio.
1: Well, the Rise, uh, it's always a fun Rise, like hearing a Rise story. And (laughs) um, so I got in through, like, just about everyone, I got in through Doughboys. Yeah. And uh, found Bugmane, loved every word he said. And so (laughs) I got into the cult, and then I got into um, (laughs) watch a bug tvs and then like in april of last year there was bug mania and like everyone else in the cult i was like why not like why not try to get try to win and last may i did win
2: that's what? right the, the big winner of bug mania mm-hmm. and what did you win
1: uh i won uh many things i won a uh picture of a Wado. Nice. A keychain Just like a drawing of it
0: Oh nice <laughs> and But like a nice drawing of I'm like sure it's super nice a It's nice a super nice chain. drawing Looks yeah. just like Wado. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a really nice keychain too yeah.
1: yeah And I got uh Nike Air Monarchs That say Bug Main on them <laughs> That's and awesome And Biz Biz on the back It is very awesome
0: Do you wear those? Have you worn those out? Have you I- ever worn those in public? <laughs>
1: I have. Yeah? I usually, like, usually in the mornings or whenever I take a walk, I usually wear them. Because <laughs> they're comfortable walking shoes. Slip the Monarchs on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I also won a, uh, like, a voice recorder that had Bug uh, giving off his, uh, like, password to, like, to, to the Bug main... Uh, dot TV, where he was like for a while, he was having his like TV hooked up so people could watch what he was watching. I remember <laughs> okay, that. Yeah. Mhm. I also got a VHS copy of "I Love You, Daddy," nice. the A.K. film, or the Bugmain TV watch of it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect night, as they say.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Mhm. Uh, and I also. In the package was uh was like a greenish hat that had mandalay bay sharpied onto it <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you wear that
1: i uh, I do not no no uh, that
0: you don't wear that <laughs> one's
2: behind museum glass I'm sure mm-hmm. yeah
1: it, it will be one day
0: <laughs> okay so you so you listen to doughboys mm-hmm. you find the bug main and you win bug mania, yeah and i mean what else along the way i mean and then like
1: and then like bug main or the bug tv streams i started to appear on
0: you did like, yes yes those I, were some of the first streams i caught
1: yeah like i remember i called into a wrinkle in time and uh <laughs> and uh i talked to bug and franklin for a bit and then uh they thought I like, I stopped the call, but uh, Ben, I, I was still on, but I was just not, not talking because they went up to ever And I saw my buddy Mitch uh, at Houndensive. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, I saw him in the chat. He said, Hey, hey, this is Mitch, your friend. And I was like, I Hey, Mitch. Yeah, yeah,
0: Everybody thought you had left. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and I was like, Wait, are you still here? <laughs>
0: That's great. That's Mm -hmm. so much fun. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, um, when you started catching those, like, how did it feel to find that and listen to that and then, like, I don't know, get to call in and talk to these people?
1: It felt really good to, like, do that because, like, I could tell, like, that Bug and Franklin and all of them had, like, a similar, like, comic sensibility to me. And so Mm -hmm. it was, like, fun to, like joke around and like riff and stuff with them and it was it was just really fun and i and i was a big fan of them so it's like it felt really good and, yeah, then, and
2: everybody's yeah. seems uh very welcoming yeah. in this community and talk about some of the others and oh, people sure. that you've met through mm-hmm.
1: this yeah yeah everyone has been just like amazing for this like um like uh jack and like everyone and kate and like everyone they're like so good and so nice and like yeah just everyone there's too many people to mention but yeah yeah and,
2: and you win bug mania and mm-hmm. then jack is starting up probably what a month month and a half after that or you're in there right at the start mm-hmm. when jack am's going
1: yeah i was in right in the start when uh when jack am started like in august Shout out to Am to Am this Friday if this is released by then. Oh, is that?
0: Yes, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, this
1: Friday.
2: It's going to be an epic one.
1: The one year anniversary. Okay. And, um, yeah, like, yeah, so I got into Jack Am right at the beginning. And, uh, and, yeah, it was like, because, like, I love Jack on Twitter, like, ever since, like, around, like, 2016. (laughs) Like, and, i'd say his twitter is like one of the biggest things that got me into like leftist politics honestly okay <laughs> so like uh and like i just love to hear jack's like take some things so like a whole show that was like a- around jack and kate and their takes it was like this was made for me
0: <laughs> yeah well um i don't know one of the things i found interesting was yeah it's not only did it feel like it was made for me, like it was on all the time. <laughs> hmm Like yeah. it's a new episode every every weekday. Like mm-hmm. that's so that's really nice. hmm Yeah. To to feel like that and kind of feel that connection every day.
1: Yeah. Having that yeah. connection every day is great. And like the chat, like how we've all like became we all like know each other through the chat now and like are able to like sense like who's like saying what like you were saying sleeves. Like, pre-recording? Yeah.
0: yeah. like, I I, I feel like uh, with my uh, time with the cult, when you were a person that I was able to really find that with personally, mm-hmm. um, you were a person that was always, like, very open and, like, would listen and would talk. And, uh, you know, that yeah. it's nice to have that all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Because it is, like, so so constant i don't know it's almost like like it's one thing when it's every day like you get to a point where you know like yeah like on the bug main streams like there was a time when i remember realizing like i know who's saying what and there's (laughs) no usernames um (laughs) yeah and like it's so surreal like you really kind of like not only is there so much that we've kind of connect on there is like that unique voice still that we can, like, pinpoint in, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> black text for some reason.
1: Yep. On the black text, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and, like, I don't know. I, I also came into the cult through the Doughboys, mm-hmm. and I know... So, like, to watch all of that and then, uh you know, to find the cult and find you and watch mm-hmm. you win Bug Media yeah. and mm-hmm. then, like, watch bug con happened mm-hmm. yeah. and then uh the first thing i did when i got to bug con was go get lunch with you yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so so surreal you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah i remember that yeah we like decided like what should we do and we were like yeah let's have let's get lunch and we decided to go to a restaurant called a little restaurant called in and out burger <laughs> heard of it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, both of our first times there. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah,
1: and it was, it was like, yeah. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was gonna say it was like already so like surreal and such a unique thing. Like it was the first time either of us had been able to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, we met each other through <laughs> the Bugman cult, yeah. and we met through the Bugman Cult, through the Doughboys, and we mm-hmm. probably only knew about the restaurant chain because we listened to too many episodes of the Doughboys.
1: Yep. <laughs> but, and so, yeah.
0: And so, yeah. so And so, go ahead. We, and so, we meet up to get lunch.
1: We met up to get lunch, and we were like, hey, let's... Um, we, I, I remember we messaged a group DM, and we were like, uh, hey, hey, does anyone else want to get lunch? And I remember it was Alex... Yeah. shout out to alex and he was like yeah i'm staying at the, at the marriott so let's like meet up and then we'll go to lunch and so we went to the we went to the marriott in burbank shout out and <laughs> when we were waiting in the lobby who would guess who we'd run into but mr franklin lombardo and mr bugman himself yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: it was so i don't know it was crazy uh it was a situation I never would have ever expected to be in. Mm-hmm. But there we were. Mm-hmm. Sleeves and Val. People
2: are afraid that it's fake and you guys are running into the real deal at the Marriott the day yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah.
0: At the, at the Marriott. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, I don't know. That for me probably would have been enough. I probably could have just went home right after that and was like, all right, yeah, but God was great. Yeah. I don't know. That was surreal because like... Uh, like I said, you were one of the first people I really connected with through mm-hmm. the cult. Yeah. And uh, then, then yeah, that was the that's how BugCon started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Mm-hmm. And then, how did BugCon like? How did BugCon continue? Mm-hmm. What else happened? Like, how did Bug for you personally? What else continued to happen during BugCon weekend? That was just the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just before we even could get lunch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And uh, uh, let's have a let's give our ratings. Uh, what's your fork rating to in and out sleeves? Want to yeah. hear yours? It was
0: good. Mm-hmm. I I mean I'm gonna give it five forks. Yeah. But I'm gonna say it reminded me a lot of steak and shake. Yeah, it did yeah.
1: remind me of steak and shake too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna say it's good. Mm-hmm. But it's just the same as steak and shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: The fries were a little disappointing, but everything else was great. I'll give it five too.
0: I feel like to be fair though, we are probably two people that are gonna give anything a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Like, it could have been like dog shit and we both <laughs> would still be like, well, I'm gonna be nice, like, I'm not gonna like lose my manners this time. Mm-hmm. Uh five.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really good. Um and but yeah bug con was so fun like just everything about it was like amazing
0: it was it was uh like i said like you find these people through this cult and there's this connection and you make these friends and Mm -hmm. like everybody's in different time zones and like seeming (laughs) like it seems like somebody's always awake all the time Mm -hmm. yeah that like was so cool like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like because then there's always somebody to talk to yeah for sure (laughs) like that's incredible Mm -hmm. uh
2: and at BugCon, you ended up being on an awful lot of panels and having some other things happen was everything a surprise to you with uh how things went
1: um most of it was a surprise yeah like i with the bug tv that was saturday i actually asked like franklin beforehand like hey are you gonna because uh, someone asked me if I wanted to go to lunch And I was just like um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be in this So I had to check with Franklin he's like yeah you'll, you'll probably be in it And then I was <laughs> yeah. So I had to check And I'm, I'm trying to think like uh, And then I won the blue ribbon For the uh, My obsession with the Belushiverse <laughs> <laughs> Blue Ooh, ribbon wait. Epic, I'm glad yes. you
0: mentioned this I'm sorry to derail for a second but oh, no, go ahead. Tell us a little. You are, like, obsessed with the Belushiverse, right? Yeah. <laughs> what's what's going on? Like, what is some news? I know uh, one of the biggest news is uh, the Belushi Farms.
1: Yeah, the Belushi Farms, uh, Jim's own Belushi Farm. Uh, he uh, He's currently making Rivers brand weed.
0: <laughs> and yeah, and... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I, I believe you sent me something saying he's about to like be expanding it into Illinois once it's uh, recreational there.
1: Yep, he's planning on getting it in January first, twenty twenty.
0: I mean, where else? I mean, the Blues Brothers were in Chicago, mm-hmm. so I mean, it should probably be the only weed. Once it's there, yeah. I'm assuming it's like their official weed. Only, after that, yeah, you're thinking <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. the state so, weed. Yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be yeah. That's gonna be the only legalized weed. Brothers. Yeah, if you're caught with anything else. What <laughs> is
2: he, is he just calling <laughs> it Blues Brothers, or are there even funnier names for like some of the strains of weed he's
0: doing? Uh,
1: I'm not sure. I only know like that far. There might be like specific strand names, but I don't. Uh, know
0: I just mm-hmm. remember it's Belushi Farms, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Belushi Farms. Okay. And oh, and he's also apparently has a lot a reality show in progress.
0: I do remember you mentioning this. Is it like a re? Is it a weed reality show? Like yep. a farms? Like it's yep. about farm. the farming? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, about the farm, and it's being produced by Life Nation, who also produced Bradley Cooper's A Star Is Born. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. I mean that. That's the next
2: logical move. I mean everybody wants to watch him get hands on and do his thing with the farm.
3: Yeah. But I mean Well, I
0: mean yeah. Okay. Alright, okay. That's enough about Belushi Farm. We're all very we're very we're all very, very Everybody's excited ready for from, that Blues for, brother's, for, brothers weed. For the blues yes. It's gonna be epic. We'll all wear our Ray Bans and uh, smoke fat old doobies in our suits. But anyway, uh Back to BugCon. Back to to BugCon. Yes, yes. Okay, so yeah, BugCon was a huge weekend. Huge weekend, yes. Um,
1: I talked to Nick Weiger about uh, train history in my family.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I told the story of how like, my, I think it's my great-grandfather who um, lost the lower half of his leg in uh, working as a mechanic on the railroad and, like, a train wasn't supposed to go through but did oh okay shit. this <laughs> is
0: i laughed when i heard that you told nick weiger a good train story and now i'm regretting laughing because that's a sad story mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I,
2: yeah grandpa great grandpa mm-hmm. losing a leg mm-hmm. what did nick think how, of it? yeah how did i handle that was he like cool i love trains <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was like wow he, he did this classic <laughs> wow <laughs> and then they talked about peg legs for a bit because I mentioned it fr- from then on he had a wooden leg.
2: <laughs> the wow's on <laughs> brand for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well that that would have been all in day one.
1: Day uh, one, I, yes.
0: I actually I'm wondering, were you
2: worried about the competition for that blue ribbon award? <laughs>
1: I was a bit, a bit
2: exactly young. yeah. It's a tough competition mm-hmm. to get through.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be. It's like who's gonna be me or Jim Belushi himself? Are you just gonna <laughs> cut, cut the mailman here?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's an upset win. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, that's just day one, like you were mm-hmm. saying. Well, I, I know I saw you on part of Jack's panel, but then yeah, there's all sorts of news on the second day with you.
1: Yep. Day two, I got. Um, I was in the. I was in the am show before Connor came, uh, and uh, Matt, Matt J presented me with a pro hat as I was in it, because the chat was requesting that I have a pro hat because everyone else on the stage was wearing one. Mm-hmm. Had you not
0: had a pro hat at that time? I had not. That seems like it was some sort of clerical issue. Yeah. A mix up on day one, mm-hmm. surely. <laughs>
2: So you get your pro hat on mm-hmm. stage, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I played one I played in the Smash Tournament. I lost after the first round to James.
0: <laughs> okay, so you didn't last very long in the Smash Tournament?
2: No. There was a lot of debate around that Smash Tournament <laughs> anyways in the end.
1: hmm Yeah, there was, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh and Ben and uh Van uh <laughs> During the last panel, the Van Labs panel, um, I uh, I was made one of the Bug Main LLC board members. Wow. hmm
2: And that was a co- complete surprise to you? Complete surprise. That's amazing. hmm Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, just going from, you know, the whole trip and then ending up on the board. Incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oops, just amazing. amazing. And yeah it was like just the most amazing trip like everyone was just so nice and so incredible and i'm really happy to know all of you everyone in the slurp fam and the bug cult everyone's amazing
0: they really are
1: Mm -hmm. and this is a perfect time to actually bring it up is that like when i started to like last fall when I was starting to come out to people everyone was just so nice and so supportive and so accepting and it made me so 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 happy
0: yeah everyone is like mm-hmm. um it, it is all 100% support um and be yourself mm-hmm. and love each other and be yeah. nice mm-hmm. um I was not in a great place myself when I found the cult and it mm-hmm. really like uh, I feel like there's there's aspects of it that have uh, made it a it's a, it's definitely a real cult.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, like, and
2: everybody was there to help with you and be supportive, like you're mm-hmm. saying, as you're making some changes in your life, and now yeah. it's like the the cult's a huge part, maybe more so than ever, and mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of people that are involved are just a, a lot better off, and you know more than one way, like you are.
1: Yeah yeah it's been so good and uh i have to say like i remember the day it was like it was november 9th when i came out in the jack am chat and i remember it's on the jack am fm stream or in the podcast feed if you want to listen to it like back onto it but it was just such an amazing like few minutes when i came out to chat and everyone was just so nice and i'd say that like probably one of the best things over like as i've started like coming out to people publicly how i was like still in the closet mostly in the real world unfortunately having like bug or having the jack am chat like every single morning everyone calling me val it was like so affirming and so nice
0: i bet yeah Yeah, the slurp fan loves you to have that recognition that every day Mm mm-hmm I mean yeah. we we love you, Val. Like I said, you were one of the first people like I was really able to connect with and mm-hmm. open up with and yeah. like realize like these are like decent people, like on the same level we have like the same like interests and in, yeah in certain things and like uh and, I, and like, yeah, there's there we would never have met each other without it.
1: Exactly, all the streams crossed at the perfect moments.
0: And like, it, 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 I don't know about you, but I certainly needed it.
1: I did too. And I'm I'm really happy I was there for you, sl- slaves, in the times that you need me. And I'm, and same with you. Like, it, it's been great to get to know you over this over this like past year. You're you're a great guy.
0: Thank you It is like It is super And I appreciate that a lot Cause like I said I We've been talking We've been talking like Almost every day mm-hmm. since we've met But I mean like We've been talking to everyone that we've met You know what I mean mm-hmm. Like almost every single day Yeah And like There's just such an insane level of like Acceptance and support Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That Yeah I needed it for sure Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah same. Are
2: you already having uh, Some (laughs) sessions with the other board members And uh, BugCon 2020 You know it's really just right around the corner Since that's all anybody Mm -hmm. in this cult's thinking about
0: (laughs) Yeah back to business Are you going to clean house
2: (laughs) Yeah we all know we're in good hands now that you're on the board Mm -hmm, What's going down Do do Uh, it right
1: uh, I'll just say plans are on the way <clears throat> um uh, gonna wait for some, like, uh, the official announcements of GoPro, but I'll say, like, we, uh, if you go to uh, the Indiegogo bug, bug m- bugcom page, uh, which you can find on my Twitter, at Valerie and, like, other places, too, uh, you, there's all new perks, like, sleeves, you added, you suggested one that we've added,
0: yeah, have Van, just in the
1: past few days.
0: Yeah, I have Van pick you up at the airport,
1: mm-hmm. very good perk. Yeah. And I the think band that Max band. one was
2: just yeah. clarified too. The carry you into BugCon.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: are you how excited are you for BugCon twenty twenty? I'm super. I I don't know. Nineteen was incredible.
1: oh twenty's so
0: gonna.
1: My excitement is free the roof for this. This is gonna be. It's BugCon twenty nineteen was amazing, but this will be even better. I know it for, for a fact already.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, well, Val, we mm-hmm. talked a little bit, and the cult is pretty much probably both of our uh, solid most main interests. Mm-hmm. I'd say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't know those. That that's for sure. But outside of that, you are also a big fan of News Radio. I am, yes. The television show News Radio. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that show and and what uh what make what makes you like it so much.
1: Okay, so the television show News Radio, it's a '90s sitcom, uh, from '95 to '99. It's created by Paul Simms and stars a cast of. Uh, an ensemble cast that has the likes of like Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall, mm-hmm. and Phil Hartman from Saturday Alive and like Andy Dick, and More Tierney, and uh, Vicky Lewis, uh, Candy Alexander up to like part of season four, and Joe Rogan. Not gonna yeah, come into Joe that. Rogan still
2: had some hair. Yeah, back yeah, when Joe Rogan did have hair in this
1: back before he had like politics i'll put it that way (laughs) um and yeah it's a great show it's made by paul sims who previously did the larry sanders show in letterman and it is it's probably my favorite show of all time just because it is like what it did with like the sitcom format it is probably like one of the most unique sensibilities in comedy wise of just like any show i've ever seen it's just like so weird and so perfect in every way
0: yeah you had us watch a couple episodes uh in particular Mm -hmm. the first one we watched was chalk chalk yes Mm -hmm. yes that was a that was a really good episode that had uh who was on there that That had David Cross, right? David Cross,
1: uh, Bob Owen, Kirk, and Bram Bussain were the, uh, the, along with Dave, uh, as his character Dave Nelson, the the four of them in college were in a cappella quartet called Chock Full of Notes. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Chock Full of Notes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like, they just kind of start showing up uh, Mm -hmm. one by one to Dave's office at the radio station to Mm -hmm. tell him that they're getting the band back together.
1: Yep. Because like ten years before when they broke up, they wrote on like a, a, on a restaurant like menu, they wrote on the back of it that in ten years if they were still single and unmarried or single and thirty two, they would bring the band back together.
0: Yeah, well, and then like Brian Posehn's character said, like he canceled his wedding for this. Yep. (laughs) This episode, like. This was a very funny episode, and it really made me realize, like, how underrated this this series really was. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they've
2: got Odenkirk and Cross bringing the Mr. Show on. Dave Foley is really good on this mm -hmm. show. That one, that episode, yeah, they just get kind of shine with just playing the, you know, they're... Like, I think one guy says he quits his job at the law firm before mm-hmm. this and then yeah. maybe says that he was actually fired. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, like, mm-hmm. I'm here and this acapella group going to kick some ass, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Just some, some real uh, kind of classic comedians,
1: really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, like, no one in the group really wants to do the acapella thing, but they're all going ahead with it because they've all just ruined their lives.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think one of them's mad at the others because they hadn't practiced and mm-hmm. it's like oh we should have practiced for the ten years in case
0: we didn't get yeah. married basically
2: Mm-hmm.
0: well then they get like outfits and somebody at the at the station because they don't get together they just all show up to Dave's station yeah to uh, to to bring the band back together and they bring in like uh, costumes mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody's like oh barbershop quartet it's yeah, like super mad mm-hmm yeah, and David David
2: lets everybody know that he lives with his parents in the garage, but mm-hmm. that there's a car. And yeah. I think at another point, he's saying they're about to get another car, and I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna be homeless. Yeah. We got to get this group <laughs> off the ground.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's a it's a really like kind of wonky show if you consider what it was competing against in the late '90s. It's definitely uh, different from like Friends and mm-hmm. Frasier and the other things that it was going up against.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you. Uh, you had us pick this and Like I said I, I realized like How underrated this was But like the same year It was going up against Like season 6 I think Of Seinfeld mm-hmm. um, It was like In the same time slot as Roseanne mm-hmm. um, the, There was like f- The first season of Friends And uh, ER On the mm-hmm. same network yeah. like
1: mm-hmm. And they really wanted uh, the the goal was have for, to to have a Thursday night time slot because that was, was when like Seinfeld and Friends and ER were on because that was uh-huh. as they said must see TV yeah and uh, there were a few executives uh, who did not like News Radio and never put it in the Thursday night time slot which uh, but they did move the show around like nine times over the course of its five years on the air which really fucked it That's- up.
0: So, I mean, that would have been, like, mid-season switches?
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, setting them up for failure with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's... I don't know. Like I said, I think that's why it seems, like, so underrated. Like, it's it's got to be hard to not be only going up against uh, mm-hmm. stuff like freaking f- the first season of Friends and yeah. ER mm-hmm. and, and, like, an established season of Seinfeld um yeah when you got when you're moving around Mm mid-season yeah um
1: yeah yeah exactly it's really it's really hard to like oh sorry i lost my train of thought sorry no
0: you're fine i was gonna ask what what's something that like really draws you into this show
1: I think what really draws me into the show is how, like, is how the show has, like, such, like, weird jokes. Like, Phil Hartman will just go off and, like, tell, like, in some episodes, he'll tell, like, a very dark story of, like, his past. And he'll just end up, like, ah, good times, good yeah. times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Phil Hartman's character in this show is great.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. he comes across like he's kind of just operating in a different world, and he mm-hmm. just sort of flows through saying whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yeah, have
2: was, a, oh, a favorite character out of the batch, uh, Foley or Hartman or any of the others? Andy Dick,
1: maybe? Uh, I'm trying to think. Like Each character has their strong suits. I think my favorite character is probably like either Dave or Beth, played by Vicki Lewis. Mm-hmm.
2: Which Vicky Lewis, I think I wrote down, was the one I was bringing up sleeve. She's in an episode of Seinfeld that I remembered really well. Are you much on Seinfeld?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Seinfeld. She's,
2: she's in the one where she's George's assistant, yeah, the and, secretary. Uh, she's really smart and mm-hmm. actually like tells him to put a pillow underneath her when they're having sex. Then he yells out, "You're getting a raise!" Yeah, like that was really the only thing I'd seen her in and realized that right away. But she's really funny in this.
1: Yeah, she's great. I think she's on Broadway now. She's okay. like a musically trained actress mostly. But yeah. Yeah, she's great in this. And like her costumes are also amazing. Like just the costuming that that she did for the show.
2: Yeah, what do you think of all their fashion? Joe Rogan dresses like how I'd expect Joe Rogan <laughs> to dress on the show, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh.
2: I did notice one thing that made me laugh. Joe's not Joe's young, and he's not that good of an actor. And I noticed mm-hmm. that his character is also just named Joe Yes, to kind of make things easy. Mm-hmm. But I did notice Phil Hartman, a true actor, he had the range to be called Bill, <laughs> Bill. I believe. So, yeah, yes, just a, a bit of a difference.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: and we were talking about Andy Dick before this. What uh, what were you telling us that he was in before this uh, this run on News Radio? Uh,
1: before he was on News Radio, he was in the Ben Stiller show, which was like uh, uh, it lasted 13 episodes. It was like it was really like the like origin of like 90s alt comedy. Like it had like Stiller, Janine Garofalo, uh, Bob Owenkirk. Also, um, David Cross was one of the writers, uh, Judd Apatow helped write it, um, what's his name, uh, Dana Gould was one of the writers, like, it had, like, Odino. Oh, Stamatopoulos was also one of the writers, like, it was a stacked cast. Like, yeah, but it sounds like
2: a, a start for a lot of big-time people.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. And, oh, actually, I forgot one thing from the Chalk episode commentary before you move on. Yeah. Uh, is that apparently, uh, it's based on one of the writers of the show, Sam Johnson, uh, because, like, most of the writers are, like, Yale and, like, Harvard guys, like, basically every sitcom, and, and Sam Johnson was part of a uh, cappella group called the Yale Whiffin' Poofs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I did like in the episode, uh, this was probably, like, the truest to character Joe Rogan got to be. He really wanted to, like, beat up Brian Posehn the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet, like, I don't know. Just with who he is now, I'm sure he probably, like, really probably did want to beat up
1: Brian Posehn yeah. the whole time. <laughs> hmm
2: Yeah.
0: And then uh, the, I think the next episode that we
2: had is uh, from the same season four, The Public Domain, right? Public Domain, four. yes.
1: And this one, honestly, like, in, like, my many re- rewatches of New I think this is, like, my favorite episode of the whole series.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. And this one's set up, I, I hadn't seen the one before, Andy's fired when they mm-hmm. open it up. Yeah. Y-
1: yeah, so at the beginning of season four, there was, like, a, a, like uh, Warren Littlefield, who was the president at the time, asks them to bring in, like, an efficiency expert to, like, quote-unquote shake things up, yeah. as they say. <laughs> and one of the things the efficiency expert did at the beginning of that episode was like fire matthew because it's like he doesn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> and so this episode they're trying to get him back to the, to the job and also they brought in paul gleason from the breakfast club to take half of dave's job
2: yeah yeah he's okay, gonna take yeah. over half of it mm-hmm. um you were saying that you you started liking uh, Andy's character sleeves after watching some of these.
0: Well, I did. I don't. I don't remember if it was this episode, but there's like the episode where uh, Andy loses his job, and then he's like working at that restaurant. Oh yeah. And uh, everybody comes in, and they're like, "He's like, look, I can I can get Bill's food for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and like everybody else has to pay. Yeah." And, uh, I guess, like, I don't know. That was, oh, that <laughs> I was really like that. Then, like, he's, Andy starts, like, or his name is mat His character's yes. name is Matthew, Matthew. And, uh, he, like, starts sleeping in the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, that uh, was, let me, I'm gonna, like, find that episode's name. But, like, that, the episode you just mentioned the Super Crowley Monkey Death Car.
0: <laughs> okay. See, okay, I, I was watching these. I watched them like how I should tell have. the people how you saw them <laughs> too. Yeah. I watched the, them in like The, the Crackle round like, Okay yeah I watched them in a certain, certain Like uh, messed up order And then like rewatched the season again And no real order mm-hmm. And they're all free on Crackle They and, are uh, Seasons look. 4 and 5 only Yeah yeah I did go through though Cause like I said Val you got me into this show now like, I went back and like rewatched uh, some of season one, and nice. uh, maybe a little of two. Nice.
1: Um, uh, oh, I should bring this up just before I forget. Uh, did you watch the smoking episode from season one?
0: I think I did. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that the one where they tell Phil Hartman's character that he cannot smoke in the studio anymore? Yeah. And then, like, they finally end up deciding, like. To let him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, they have to. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, like, so much better at his job yeah. if he's, mm-hmm. like, chain-smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, somebody else is trying to do something else. Like, they're trying to get him to quit smoking.
1: Yeah, and Dave quits coffee.
0: Yeah, Dave quits coffee. Not even, like, kind of fair. Because mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's the fame of Dave in real life, too, is that he's, a, he's like, an addictive coffee drinker. Like few pots a day coffee drinker okay yeah
0: that's a oh man a few pots a day that's a lot yeah Do you drink a lot of coffee Val
1: uh barely any
0: okay see like I'll drink like a pot a day and like not every day mm-hmm. but I can't imagine drinking drinking
2: three pots a day yeah, you're hitting the bathroom a lot yeah <laughs> in the episode that you're saying is your favorite the the public domain I that's where uh where Bill's singing, uh, like, political parody songs, yes, right? Yes, political
1: parody songs. He,
2: gets a, he, okay, he, yeah, he so makes he, them bring a piano. Yeah, he brings a piano. Yeah. And
1: it seems like Mark Russell-esque parody songs. <laughs> and it's and it's based off an uh, inside a joke by Paul Sims and one of the ever-writers, Joe Fury, when they worked at Letterman, where they were obsessed with, like, making, like, silly song parodies that were, like, in a Mark Russell vein. And so... Okay. And so, and then this joke was reignited when Joe saw, like, a, uh, a Mark Russell special during the hiatus, and they wrote a bunch of songs, but then they realized none of them could fit into the public domain, or all of them were like, you'd have to pay so much money and the budget couldn't afford that, so they just wrote, scra- scrapped them all and then did a bunch of public domain songs, and so they called the episode Public Domain 2.
2: Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil's He's just belting it out. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. He starts playing in the uh, the elevator, I think, yep. after they tell him to move. Yeah. Yeah. He's just doing like the one man show kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think at the end, does, who is the, he ends up punching somebody? Is it the person that's trying to take half of um, Dave's
0: job? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just <laughs> I think he like tells everyone, yeah. "I'll handle it." Yeah. He's yeah.
1: like, "I I handle it." I'll, I have a plan. I have a plan. Bring him to me. I have a plan. <laughs> yeah. And then he just punches. Him. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dave was like that was your plan and it's like i panicked <laughs> yeah and also jim jimmy was doing jimmy james stephen roots character was doing a documentary at the same time
2: yeah and he's a uh, he's like nervous to be
0: on the camera right mm-hmm.
1: yeah he's terrible on camera
0: and he, then, yeah and then they finally get him Like they trick him into saying stuff off camera mm-hmm. <laughs> It's all bad yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. like yeah it goes off
1: <laughs> Goes off on a lobbying firm
0: Yeah
2: Stephen Root was really good This
1: uh, yeah. Oh yeah he's the Kane. He's great in everything
2: Yeah he's had some interesting roles I, I recognized him because he's off his And then uh, he's in the Barry show right now too Which mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people are liking
0: that Yeah I've only seen the I've only seen like the first season of that, but I've enjoyed it. How many are I need to watch? Yeah, they're only on the second
2: one, I think.
1: I don't have HBO. so What, I haven't what seen else very...
2: about this one? Anything this uh, that you said it might be your favorite?
1: Uh, I love just like it's, it's really well put, like with what Lisa said of like uh, uh, Dave, you never want to do any crazy plans or crazy capers. Like, it just like everyone trying to maintain. Like, or just wanting everyone to be normal, but they, they just are like at their most absurd, like ever. It's like that's such like a common plot in news radio, but it's like perfectly done here with like just he like is doing some documentary. And then he hears like the piano being played in the bathroom, and then he just runs.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's very chaotic. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that chaos.
0: Well, you know, you mentioned this one has the person trying to take half of dave's job i re like i said i started watching other episodes and in that first episode like the first thing like dave's first day on the job Mm -hmm. his first order is to fire the guy who has his job yeah (laughs) so (laughs) that was i don't know yeah (laughs) that was crazy yeah i like i liked the way they started that out uh in that first season with that because it was just just completely, he came on his first day. The security guards kind of like, Okay, what are you talking to me for? Like, get out of here. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then his first like order of duty is to fire the guy whose job he's taking over. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that was so funny. How, like, and like, that's the same thing I went to. He's just always walking, like, he's always on his feet, and everyone's like, Okay, Dave, here I am. <laughs> it's almost like a play like a very like moving play like just everything they do in the show
0: well you mentioned dave i think you had us watch another episode mm-hmm. um copy machine copy machine yes and that is a very uh, that's a very good dave episode yes um it sets
2: up where um it's Ted from Accounting, mm-hmm. and he's telling everybody that he died the night before from the copy machine uh, catching his tie. Mm-hmm.
3: And,
2: and then it's just kind of the running joke that nobody knows who the fuck Dave <laughs> Ted from Accounting <laughs> yeah. is, but, uh, but uh, Dave does kind of know him mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah,
1: and that's one of the great things that News Radio does, uh, is that it really like deconstructs like the sitcom format of like people just like it's the same thing with like or it's just like everyone is like the same with the viewer like no one knows who Ted is so like of course the characters don't die because he's never been on the show yeah but, but, yeah
2: and, and then it's uh, this was like kind of the big Joe Rogan one out of the batch mm-hmm. that she gave us Joe got to show his acting chops
0: Joe believed he killed the guy right <laughs> yeah, he did or he yeah. thinks he did <laughs> He he starts flushing his tools down the toilet, mm-hmm. right? Is that yeah. this episode? Yeah, that's yeah. this episode. Yes. <laughs> he thinks he thinks he screwed it up, and like he like made changed it too something to make it too or something. fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he starts trying to flush all his mm-hmm. tools down yeah. the toilet, mm-hmm. and then like Dave is like trying to prove a point that like joe no you yeah. did a fine job yeah and Lisa <laughs> and like dangling his tie
1: and lisa takes the monkey shove of the toilet and is like here joe come on do something and everyone's like you grossly so why are you <laughs> putting your hand in the toilet <laughs>
2: that's right everybody's grossed out by it and she keeps defending it like mm-hmm. you know toilet water's pretty clean yeah but... <laughs> yeah yeah oh, there's something b- before in the episode uh before we find out that Joe thinks he killed him, I, it caught my attention. Steven Root is talking with uh, Dave in the office, and before he leaves, he's like telling him that he had a root beer explosion at his mm-hmm. house and then yeah. lets it slide that he's got a root beer jacuzzi. Yeah.
1: And I'm yeah. thinking that's something
2: you might want to talk on ear sleeves. What, what might be the uh, yeah. benefits of a root beer jacuzzi?
0: The fizz.
1: That's going to be
2: fizz. a lot
0: more bubbles than a regular jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. I think right off the bat, that's probably the biggest one.
2: Are you going to drink it after you've been inside of it and kind of having your own sweat mix into it? Or is it just for, you know, that fizz? And that, is it, it going to be hot? Uh, I guess yeah, it's going to be I hot. Yeah, I
0: mean, I would. I This is a story that probably absolutely nobody is going to know mm-hmm. except for like a couple people. Um, one time I was at a party, Bobby, and... Uh, I took like some like Nesquik and uh, some milk, and a couple people, mainly just me, poured both of them into our buddy Snickers belly button. And did uh, just chocolate for- milk shots out of his big, hairy belly button. Yeah, for those that wouldn't know, I, I do know
2: the Snickers that you're talking about. And he's a big, hairy man. Probably with a big belly button, too, so you're getting a good shot along with yeah. some hair, maybe.
0: So I would absolutely drink from the root beer jacuzzi. Gotcha. Okay, I should have known. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Stephen Root says that he has that. And, yeah. it's, and everybody's kind of making the joke that the one boss
0: is like... Uh, Uh, Devastated by Ted's loss.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well,
0: they're all like kind of mean about the guy. They really don't care because they don't really know him. Mm -hmm. And then like his old roommate comes. Yeah. (laughs) His roommate from college. Yeah. Who like is kind of feels the same way because like he didn't know him that well either. Mm -hmm.
1: And he's like, "Hey, could you tell me like anything about him? Like, did he have a song he liked or anything?" And it's like, uh no." (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I think the only thing he musters up that he knows about him is that he, he likes Star Wars. Yeah. He says. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
0: but he he finds out he, they fi- <laughs> okay they find the guy's suicide note in, in the, the copy, copy machine because
1: Dave tangled his or put his tie into the copy machine to prove to Joe that it was fine. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. and then it it was bad and his tie was being pulled under him and from the commentary I learned that apparently they had like the prop master Jody Mann in there and she was pulling Dave's tie like really hard <laughs> from in there.
2: Yeah, he has to like slide this away and the get person. some scissors.
1: Yeah.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well then they find the suicide note <laughs> and the guy's like, I rigged the copy machine mm-hmm. and was like I don't even remember what all he says. Yeah, may the force be with you. Yeah, May the force be with you.
1: And then... <laughs> uh, and during this whole time, like, everyone's like... Yeah, like everyone's talking to the roommate and saying like, "Oh yeah, I didn't know him, but how about I sing you a song about Dungeons and Dragons like Matthew does?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He starts singing. Mm-hmm. I liked what uh what Phil Hartman does. He starts lying to the guy, and I think he says that uh, I served with him <laughs> over in war, hell of a fucking guy, and yeah. then it just rounded out to like, "Oh yeah, I don't know what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Classic.
1: <laughs> and then the episode wraps with like. With the roommate returning to Dave's office and being like, "No one seems to know him at all," and I didn't know him that much either. He was an ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the roommate didn't like him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and then yeah, then Dave like, "No, he wasn't. But, like, he was a good guy. Damn it, he was a Star Wars fan." Mm-hmm. And then, and then Dave has to give the eulogy at yeah. his
1: funeral, right? Yeah, he rite. had to fly out for the funeral.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, the, the only people at the funeral is just a bunch of uh, masked clans. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, the KKK. It was a
1: KKK funeral, yes. <laughs> um, so
0: he defended
2: the Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. then he ended up being, yeah, in the Ku Klux Klan. And
1: then he's like, I see here, you also like tennis, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it took like a... That, yeah, that was only like five seconds ten seconds at the end like Mm -hmm. (laughs) they tied that on real quick yeah
1: and uh this is something i also learned from the commentary apparently um uh it wasn't originally supposed to be Klansmen. originally the joke was supposed to be they were nazis but somehow that was changed like i don't know like the network or the production company changed it i don't know very strange. I,
2: mean, I guess you pitch notch These go real hard, and then they're like, "Let's go soft with the KKK." Mm-hmm. And get to running. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's like uh, I can't <laughs> like, like we're not
2: trying to <laughs> upset viewers here. That's <laughs> an interesting
0: choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, let's let's yeah. Okay.
2: What what channel was this on? I didn't know NBC. what it ran on originally. NBC. It was on NBC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're 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 not looking for that. And, and then we had oh, and also <laughs> we had one, one last more uh, in the oh, batch Is this what, what were you about to say, about
1: Oh, one last thing. Uh, this episode is actually also directed by Joe Fury. He directed this one. This was like the only episode he directed, and I think he did pretty well, especially if that last shot of how like it was on him and then it tracked and it was went back and it sh- and it revealed that he was like cl- a clan funeral. Oh yeah, yeah he starts off
2: of. doing the eulogy, and it just seems shaky because yeah. he doesn't know him. Instead, mm-hmm. there's more.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that um, was a really like bold edgy joke to mm-hmm. just like really just throw on at the just end. Just throw right there at the end.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: then the last episode that she gave us is it's the finale of season 4, so is this the last time Phil's on the show?
1: It is, yeah.
2: And he kind of even um starts the show by saying something about the we wanted to do so much and then this is how much money we got Mm -hmm. here it is and they're they're parodying titanic which is probably just came out that summer right before it i'm sure yeah right
1: before like it was the biggest thing ever and yeah
2: yeah and so they're then wnyx on this uh sail sailboat the Titanic and nobody's afraid of icebergs. Mm-hmm. They're kinda of talking shit on them
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's saying like, Yes, this mythical thing you were obsessed with called icebergs.
2: <laughs> the thing we'll see for miles away.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, and and so it's like it's basically the same dynamic, but then he's a boat captain yeah. and uh we're having it run through. What do you like about this one? Uh do you think I, I guess they probably just had the coincidence of Phil introduced it and then yeah, obviously he was, you know, he passed on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the fame of this episode and also the season three finale is, which was a space, is that this actually all came up from like a first season inside joke of the writers where they're like, what if we did a show in space and it was just like uh, Dave and Lisa arguing about like a heater and be like, fine, we'll get a space heater. (laughs) What season is that? Three. Season 3, yeah. Okay. And basically, so every single year the show was on the air, they uh, were basically like, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll be picked up again, maybe we'll not, because of, like, all the time they were thrown around in the schedule and stuff. So every year they were on the bubble of being canceled. And so seasons 3 and 4, they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to do a fantasy episode, because why the hell not?
0: <laughs> it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. I did forget, like... Some of the I mean it's a radio station luxury
2: <laughs> liner that the the, the hole is has duct tape because they mm-hmm. put Joe Rogan on it and he's like,
0: Yeah, duct tape can get wet, so that's why we used it. Yeah. I forgot all about the stuff he said, like they are like, Yeah, these icebergs.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: There's like some sort of funny joke with the uh, the painting women. Like I think he's mm-hmm. watching somebody offer to painter and he's like, You know he's hitting on her, yeah. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, you're fine.
1: Yeah, it's really funny. Like uh, Bill said, artistic. D- that is poor for naked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <artistic>. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so this was the last, uh, last episode with Phil Hart in it.
1: Yep. Yep. The okay. last one.
2: I'm trying to remember what he's doing throughout it. I don't know if I wrote it down he, really even. Uh,
1: he's basically playing like a like a dandy version of himself like he has like a handlebar mustache and stuff that's right and like slick thick hair
2: he's like he's like the big shot walking around Mm -hmm. kind of yeah
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's so silly like just him just being like this very like erudite like rich man and he's just like i'll give you a kick to gluteus (laughs) aximus and stuff (laughs) yeah it's very, it's very. What? Good.
2: Uh, what's the? Which two are trying to hook up? And I can't remember who gets the blue diamond.
1: Um, Lisa got the blue diamond from Dave because it was uh, her birthday. And that's another fancy these fantasy episodes is that they're getting like they're trying to do like the most like basic uh, sitcom plots, like Dave giving her the gift even though their exes like the very fancy gift because. They don't want to spend too much time on the story because they're focusing on like all of the fancy stuff, and uh, and Brad Rowe, who played Walt, was like the one who wanted to like date Lisa, and that they like with the Lauren Graham thing, he was a guy that they brought in at the end of the season because like the network again was just like, hey, how about you bring this young guy in to shake things up? <laughs> so now, like, did, yeah.
0: Did I read somewhere that like season five had like more fantasy stuff like this?
1: Um, sort of. Like, they had, like, uh, stuff about, like, not as much, but they did have, like, they did go into, like, more, like, wacky territory with, like, uh, Patrick Warburton was the King of the Hobos. Okay. <laughs> hmm
2: So, uh, did you notice a, a significant change once they had Lovitz on the show for season five?
1: Um a bit yeah like uh steven rude in one interview actually played really well he's just like the tone of the show before w- with phil and like all of them was just like like very fast pace and with like and but love pace is just like da Da-da, da and so it's hard to like get the two like tones like sure together a- timed up yeah um mm-hmm. uh, uh, one last thing uh, before I forget about like the smoking episode, because uh, there were two things I want to say. First of all, they've mentioned in the commentaries a lot that because uh, back in that first season they had four writers: Josh Lee, Brad Isaacs, Paul Sims, and Joe Fury. And due to some like guild thing or something, uh, they cut Joe Fury's name off of it. Okay. And. They brought it up a bunch of times in the commentaries and it's like I listened to the commentaries a bunch and it's just like, you know what? I'll put it on the Wikipedia and so like if you go to the Wikipedia for the news radio episodes, it's there. Like I changed it <laughs> to okay, say Joe Fury go. and Craig <laughs> to Thank too. you. Yeah. Yeah, he deserved that, mm-hmm. And also an episode, uh, because I'm on estrogen patches, I always think of the uh, Bill line where he's just like, I put on a bunch of patches and I wore them like a belt. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, yeah, cause he like uh, he like uh, like has a heart attack or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: And they had the like ambulance come and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But there was a uh, there was one thing that I wanted to bring up from the sinking ship finale mm-hmm. on uh, season four. I liked when uh, they're like loading passengers. I can't remember who who runs away and is like I'm i'm basically like a child or woman Mm -hmm. let me on but then they're they're passing off paintings Mm -hmm. and he gets to decide which paintings he's gonna keep and he like throws away the monet and punches holes in them and then keeps some dogs playing poker Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and just yeah very true to like the kind of humor that i definitely liked seeing in these Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and uh yeah it was really good and also uh, some stuff about this episode production wise is that the break room scenes were actually filmed on a separate soundstage, and they rebuilt the set in a pool.
2: Yeah, cause, cause they're uh, they like show Joe Rogan in the room with water coming in, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And then was, yeah,
2: a lot of effort they. Yeah, and then it ends with Hartman at the end again, right? And he's just like, mm-hmm. here you, you wanted this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah him and uh. It, the whole episode ends with Harpman and Dick on, uh, like, a little, like, preserver, like, also on the pool. But, like, it's just the two of them. And they're, like, you don't want – are we going to have to repopulate the earth?
0: <laughs> it's a very good show. Like, mm-hmm. I I understand why you picked it. It is, like – it is one that I feel went, really went uh, unnoticed, too. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people, other than you, seem to really be hyping it up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even hear Joe Rogan
2: hyping it up, (laughs) really. Yeah,
1: like once in a blue moon, he'll bring it up on his show, and I'll see a clip of him talking about, but very rarely.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think i would seen him say something before, and maybe he was just saying that Foley and a lot of those other guys were just great at rewriting things and kind of running stuff Mm -hmm. in a way or whatever. Yeah. Well, do you have any other thoughts about news radio that you want the people to hear or anything that, uh, is, is season four the best season, the one we, that we looked at?
1: I'd say season four and also season three are when the show was really good, like, where they, like, hit their stride of just having, like, very, like, absurd stuff happen. Oh, one thing I forgot to bring up is that sometimes they would bring, like, someone in for a very small role, like, a, the cameo that they were, like, obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Like... In the third season, there's an episode uh, with George goober Lindsay from the Andy Griffith show.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Neither of us knew that. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> from Andy Griffith. Wow. Who were some other people that they did that with?
1: Uh, they also did that with uh, Eugene Jarvis, who made *Stargate: Defender* and also *Robotron*. Okay. And also. Uh, uh, unfortunately, they did it with the, uh, very, very bad man now, uh, Scott Adams. <laughs> the Dilbert guy. Oh.
2: <laughs> um. You got clear your throat there, sleeves.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. It's full of, uh, shit. <laughs> shit. And, uh, swallowing shit, yeah.
1: <clears throat> oh, also, um both david cross and uh bob unkirk and a few other people also had like multiple roles throughout the show
2: oh okay so repeats yeah Mm -hmm. and not just as the roommates yeah yeah Yeah, i love seeing david cross and stuff Mm -hmm.
1: yeah he was in a earlier episode as one of one of jimmy's nephews who's like secretly a magician (laughs) okay and he briefly dates beth because beth is really attracted to magicians yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Who is? It? Yeah. <laughs> and um and uh uh oh, I should bring this up cuz it's like very like on the same note is uh there was an episode it was I think I forget which season it was in. I think it was season 2 where it was an episode called Injury where Matthew injures his hand and Bob Unk plays the doctor. But that episode wasn't aired till like, the summer after season three because Bill said penis a ton in the episode.
2: <laughs> so they had to cut out some of the penises? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they had to cut off a bunch of the penises. <laughs> and... And, like, the whole joke of that whole subplot was Bill was, like, saying penis a lot because he was angry that another radio show was saying penis, but it turned out to be, like, some, like, medical show where you're talking about, like, urinary infections. (laughs) (laughs) Phil
0: Phil Hartman is really good in this. Yeah. He is definitely got to be my favorite character in the show, probably. Um, Especially the more we're, like, talking about it. Mm -hmm. Phil was just such a talent. That dude was great. He
1: was brilliant. Bobby, who's your favorite character?
2: I, I mean, uh, I hadn't been into it really before seeing this. I thought Andy Dick was cool and that he didn't do anything; mm-hmm. he could just kind of hang around. But I think I did kind of like Phil the most. Yeah, Phil. I so liked good. that he was, even though everybody was wonky and crazy, he kind of stood out as his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's great though, Foley mm-hmm. and everything. And yeah. Did you? Were you a Kids in the Hall fan?
1: Oh yeah, a huge Kids in the Hall fan. Yeah.
2: Yeah what else uh what else can the people see coming from you soon val are are you uh are you coming on and doing some gaming soon for all the slurp fam and uh bug bug Cult that's listening Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i'm doing some bizizio or not on the bizizio channel but i'm doing like bizizio professional gaming on twitch.tv slash stealing valerie
2: okay on twitch tv slash stealing valerie yes and then, otherwise, you're—I'm sure—you're hard at work getting BugCon and everything else going on, and just yep. living in this crazy yep. cult like the rest of mm-hmm. us.
1: Oh, there's one last news radio thing that I forgot to bring up. Okay. Um, I'm sorry that we're going a bit over, but uh. Oh, you're yeah.
2: fine. We're, this is good. Um,
1: but it is something that, like, I feel like, cause like, I feel like Paul Simms is almost like the original Jack Allison in terms of like his <laughs> shit talking, like networks and stuff okay like um i sent this article to sleeves earlier like last yeah, so night still,
0: i have it pulled up yeah I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it
1: yeah so there's like a, let me find the best parts but like it's basically him at the end of season three when they were really thinking they were on the edge of cancellation and so there's a part where like he talks about like the uh network heads and says like how like he, t- he talks about like how like people are are currently realizing that the uh first day night lineup is uh is a double decker sandwich with three good slices of bread in between <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah that sounds like it that's on brand with Allison. Mm-hmm. i can see the comparisons yeah. you're thinking mm-hmm.
1: And after he said that, uh, Paul was just like, don't press that. And Vendor was just like, are you sure? And he's like, you know what? Go ahead. I don't give a shit anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, you can really tell he does not give a shit anymore in this mm-hmm. interview. Yeah. They, they ask him, like, about working with uh, NBC. And, like, <laughs> he says, I, I was about to say those cocksuckers. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. uh that's the, the, his whole attitude towards it in that interview. Yeah.
1: And it ends with Paul saying, Fuck you, God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he saw the hell world for what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but 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 it yeah, is
0: the, a really good show, like it is, yeah. uh, like I said, like it once I rewatched it, it is so underrated.
1: Yeah. What are your favorite episodes, Sleeves? Because you said you were watching some of Roosevelt before I sent. What are some of your favorite episodes besides that? Just out of curiosity.
0: Well, I'm trying to think. I was watching a few. I do remember... Uh, I did like that smoking episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I did enjoy... The first episode of season five is kind of strange. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. I watched it... I. In like such a weird order, like I did enjoy it, and it really stuck out to me because it was the first one without Phil, mm-hmm. um, and they like introduced John Lovitz. Yeah, the first and Lovitz one, yeah. Yeah. Um, the smoking one though, mm-hmm. that was a good one. Yeah. And that was that like was that like episode two?
1: That was like episode three. Yeah. Okay. Because it was the pilot. it was the one where like uh, Dave and Lisa hooked up. And then that one
0: Oh man I can't remember what the episode Was but I feel like It was either right after The chalk episode Or right before the chalk Episode
1: Let me let me look I have the episodes pulled up Let me see what is like right around The sh- ch- chalk one uh, Are you talking about the Oh, one with, like, them fighting over who's going to be the boss?
0: That could be it.
1: Oh, that's another thing about the first season of news radio is that it went against completely the Sam and Diane thing of, like, will they, won't they, with, like, fuck it, episode two, they're together, boom. Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) funny.
2: (laughs) No drawn-out Sam and Diane Mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, Yeah. smart thinking. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. What happened in the uh Pure Evil episode?
1: Oh yeah, Pure Evil. That's the one that's the first one when Lisa is boss and she uh, that's one where Matthew stays in the office, like is sleeping there instead of an apartment. Okay. And, yep.
0: That that's the one I was trying to think of mm-hmm. that really stuck out to me. Yeah.
1: And uh also Dave is failing upward at being Bill's producer doing Bill Clinton impressions.
0: Yes, yes. That's the one, because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like he's like calling in as Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and he goes all the way to talking from Congress, saying, "I will not be silenced."
0: <laughs> yeah, that episode's really
1: good. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I need to. I definitely need to check out more. Uh, there's only the two seasons on Crackle, mm-hmm. but. Yeah get on crackle everybody though Mm -hmm. It was enjoyable on crackle I did notice like They had some pretty good commercials playing (laughs) I don't know what commercials You were catching but there's one with like Will Ferrell having to put his cell phone in a basket
1: Oh yeah Uh, the cell phone Commercials (laughs) look so
0: Yeah, I think that's like the best. That's probably my favorite uh, Will Ferrell content ever. (laughs) The Crackle commercial. The Crackle, yeah. The don't use your phone at dinner commercial.
1: there's
0: like a pizza commercial, a Pizza Hut commercial, um, (laughs) right now, and it's like, okay, I think it's like the crust is like, uh, like cheese filled like breadsticks. Yeah. Okay. Not like cheese filled like. Just cheese stuffed crust, like bread stands. like little like uh, like little knots. uh-huh, you know. Mm-hmm. They look good. <laughs> I
2: mean, I'm pretty positive you're the exact demographic that crackle is going for when they're you know people are saying let's advertise there. I and mean it's landed. I mean if we're
0: gonna talk crackle, we may as well I, it's got alien vs. predator mm-hmm. on there. <laughs> I don't know the last time anybody's watched that. Yeah, but, uh...
1: I can't wait to see the commercials for the <laughs> Will Ferrell fighting between the aliens versus. <laughs> 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 um, what if? What if Will Ferrell just released? <laughs> so, so, sorry, this is, I, I'm, this is so funny. Sorry, um, <laughs> this so. I don't know why the Wilfro commercials are making me laugh so much.
0: Because <laughs> they're crazy. They're like, you got to put it in a basket. They're like, don't put your phone. That's the thing. You don't just put your phone away. They make you put all of your electronics in a basket, like an eat, like a children's Easter basket, like on the dinner table. Uh, I don't know. It's weird.
1: What if someone released those Wilfro like commercials like 40 times in a row and replaced Holmes and Watson with that (laughs) I
0: bet you there's like probably a bunch of like uh, different edits where they just let him like go off you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. there's like something they had to throw out Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe he was I don't know he was probably yelling at the kids I'm sure he was watching porn on his phone at the dinner table (laughs) I don't know what anybody else Would be doing on their mm-hmm. phone At the dinner table
1: Yeah uh, but, but yeah Crackle Use it It's free Crackle
2: 7 They're on to
0: something mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely Well, well Thank Val, you so much Val Thanks for having yeah. me Thanks again This was great We're definitely gonna have to Get you back on Um Sometime soon. Over oh, sure we'll, I'd love uh, to be on again. We'll keep talking. This is... Maybe I think you might be a good like guest to come back and interview me for a for a Sleas episode.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be perfect.
0: That'd be a lot of fun. Well Val, we will talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks again. Everybody
2: uh, follow it at Stealing Valerie and uh, check out the game streams coming soon and other everybody knows the Queen Bee's around.
1: Yeah. All right. Thanks again. Thanks.